Welcome to the Arden Yoga and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Kira Whitaker. Each week, we'll have thoughtful conversations about movement, mindset, nourishment, and even some lifestyle. So let's dive into this week's episode. All right, you guys, something very exciting. As many of you know, we spent most of 2023 building and enhancing our membership. It was a new offering that we created to support you in all of your health and wellness needs. And it's finished. We have it completely built out. We have countless courses in there. We have the entire therapeutic yoga library in there. So hours and hours and hours of on-demand therapeutic yoga videos for you. We have my signature health coaching course, Arden Activate in there, as well as a workbook that goes along with it. We also have health and wellness master classes that cover specific areas of health and wellness that are exclusive to member. So you can't get them anywhere outside of the membership. So here's what we've decided to do to better support you, make this membership as accessible as possible. The new price of the membership starting December 1st is $39.99 a month. You heard that right. So for less than $40, you get unlimited access to all of our courses inside of the membership. So go ahead Go to the show notes, click on the membership, join us today, and drastically change your health and wellness. Bye. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Arden Yoga and Wellness Podcast. So this week's episode, I'm going to get back to more tips, more takeaways, more lessons, teaching the last few weeks. So episode eight and nine were life updates and also a day in the life. Most of the episodes up until that point had been about our story, who I am, what my business is, what my expertise is, all of that. But I wanted to just give you a little bit more kind of backstory behind the scenes of what my life is like. Because at this point, if you've listened to all the episodes, you're spending quite a bit of time with me. So here we are. Um, So I'll get on with it. I'll stop rambling. This week, I am going to be giving you three tips and takeaways to immediately improve your relationships and communication. If you're like, Kira, why are we talking about this? I'll tell you why. Happy to do it. One of the areas on the wheel of health, if you go back to the previous episodes, I do an entire episode on all of the different areas of wellness that create and impact a holistic viewpoint or a holistic approach to your overall well-being and health. So it's not just about food. It's not just about movement. There are so many different factors that affect our health and well-being. One of those areas on the wheel of health are relationships and community. There's been a lot of data that's come out recently on loneliness and the impact of of isolation and even just the impact of 
relationships and the necessity of them and how that affects our well-being and our overall health. So I wanted to touch on this today and give you some takeaways that you can try, that you can apply immediately in any relationship that you have. You can do this professionally. You can add this in and try it out with your partner in friendships. I personally, for the past few months, and I'm really, really trying to do this every day still, I'm trying to add these things in with my children, especially because my children are 12 and nine. And so we are in a phase or season with them developmentally where critical thinking and problem solving and developing healthy arguments um, are a part of my everyday life. And so I'm really having to be on my game when it comes to my communication with my kids right now, especially my 12-year-old. So all of that to say, this is these things are not just something that have a clinical application to them. These are these are tools that you can add in in any relationship. So where I'm going to be pulling these things from are from one, my training in motivational interviewing, also communication and behavior change, and then also positive psychology. So if you're wondering where I'm, I'm getting all of this from, those are the main areas that I'm pulling these, these, these tricks, these tools, these things from. Okay. So the first communication tip I have for you is to start using open-ended questions. Kira, what is an open-ended question? I'm so glad that you asked. That was an open-ended question. What is an open-ended question? So an open-ended question is simply a question that cannot be answered with yes or no. So I'll give you an example of a closed-ended question. Do you know what an open-ended question is? You would answer that with a yes or no. An open-ended question would be, what do you know about open-ended questions? What information do you have about an open-ended question? Here's the reason that this is so powerful and the reason, one of the ways that this can absolutely transform your communication and your conversations with people. It simply makes it a conversation. A lot of times when there's close-ended questions, a conversation can be very limited because you're not inviting the person that you're talking to to collaborate with you past one word, yes or no. It also invites more dialogue, okay, more dialogue. It also, let's say you're having a conversation that's a little trickier. Maybe it's hard. Maybe we're, maybe there's going to be some boundaries thrown out. Maybe it's with a person that you're your personality just doesn't jive with and you know that 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 interactions with that person just feel a little like they don't have as much flow open-ended questions can let me back up close-ended questions so questions that can only be answered with a yes or no sometimes if you're asking close-ended questions especially back to back it can feel almost like an interrogation because it's not, it doesn't invite a conversation. It's very yes or no. The reason that I use this in my 
in my practice with clients. And the reason that it's been so transformative for me is because I was trained in Western medicine and we're typically in clinic very limited on time. So we go in, any changes in your health? Any any shifts in your blood pressure? Anything you're concerned about? Notice all of those are yes or no. In coaching, I don't ever ask a yes or no question. If I do, I immediately in my head go, oh my gosh, why didn't I open that up? So I'm going to wrap this first tip up with how you know if it's an open-ended question or not. What? If you start your question with what, it is most likely going to be open-ended. What do you think about that? When I say that to you, how do you feel? So how is another one. How what, why can be, but I try to stay away from why, because why is it can be, it can sometimes be interpretative, interpreted as an accusatory question. So, so the tone around the question sometimes can be interpreted in a way that feels less inviting. So what and how, if you can start to begin your sentences with that, I promise you, your conversations and communication with people will shift. You'll notice a shift. You'll notice how their responses shift. You'll notice that there's less effort in the conversation. You don't have to work as hard to create dialogue. So tip number one is start using open-ended questions. Tip number two, anytime you are offering feedback, always end your feedback with an affirmation or something positive, okay? People remember the last part of a a statement or of a sentence or of a conversation with you. That is is going to be what is the most recent on their mind. Most of the time, people are going to remember the last part of your conversation way more than the beginning. I'm not saying for everybody. I don't know how everybody's brain works, but typically that's how it'll work out, okay? So I'm going to give you an example. I have to really, really, really work hard with my 12-year-old when I am giving him critiques and when I'm giving him feedback to make sure that that the end of our our conversation or the end of my sentence isn't the critique, okay? So I'll give you an example. Let's say my son is talking about how he's not doing good. I'm making all this up. Not doing well in social studies, okay? He's not doing well in social studies and the teacher is super unfair and it's the most boring class there is and he wants to get a better grade, but... It you know, it, it's the teacher's fault and he's so busy with sports. All of those things could have truth to them, okay? So I'm gonna give him feedback because he's coming to me for that. So I'm gonna say something along the lines of, yeah, that's that's a lot. I understand that you want to get a better grade in there. That's something that's required in our household is your best effort. It sounds like you're putting in effort. It really does. 
what can you do maybe to 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 get your grade better? Because there are some hours at the end of the night that you could study more. So there's things that you could do, buddy. But you're also really trying. I, I, both of those things are true right now. I did not end the conversation or my statement with, but there's a few hours at night that you could be putting in more effort. I said, there's some hours at night that you could add in some extra studying, but I also see how hard you're trying. So I ended it with something affirming and positive. I didn't just deadpan at the end with what could be improved or what I see has potential for enhancement. Okay, let's say I'm having a conversation with a client and they at the at the beginning of most of my sessions with a client I'll ask what went well this week and then I'll ask what barriers or roadblocks came up so if I'm having that conversation and we're in a, and we're talking about barriers and roadblocks I would not do something like this I'll give you an example I wouldn't say yeah, you you set a goal for yourself and and you didn't meet it. You 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 tried but you didn't meet your water intake for the week. I would say, yeah, there was a lot of effort and there was a lot of experimentation that happened and you didn't meet those water goals, but you walked away with a lot of learnings and a lot of takeaways and a lot of tools that we could try out this next week. So I acknowledge, I'm not dismissing what people are saying. I'm not dismissing or undervaluing their experience of something that's hard for them. But what I'm, I'm just not leaving the end of our conversation with that being the last thing on the table. I'm acknowledging it, but I'm also always going to acknowledge something positive that coexists coexist with maybe something that's not working or something that's negative or negative, not negative, but feedback that I have for them. Okay. So always trying to make sure that the end of your statement or the end of your feedback acknowledges it's something that someone's trying at or doing well in conjunction with something that could use an enhancement or something that could be tweaked. And then the last tip that I have for you to immediately improve your communication with people is reflecting before questioning. So what this means is I'm going to demonstrate and I'm going to let the person know that I'm having a conversation with that I have been actively listening to what they're saying. A lot of times in conversations with people, we start planning our response while they're talking. And what that does is it 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 makes it to where we can't actively listen to them. You might be listening, but you also might be thinking and planning your responses or your questions or your feedback instead of really listening to what somebody's saying. So if somebody tells me something, if somebody's we're having a conversation, I am going to try my hardest to not immediately ask them a question, okay? And the reason for that is it can start to feel like an interrogation. It can start to feel like maybe the person was, you were listening, but they don't feel fully heard, if that makes sense. So for example, if someone says, let's say I'm going to do an, a client example, we'll say I have a client that is telling me about their day and what all has happened. 
and they, you know, did this and this and this. And I immediately go, "Uh uh-huh. What do you want to do about that? Oh, okay. Why did you say that? Okay. How does that affect you? Those are open-ended questions and, and it doesn't mean they can't be powerful, but what can happen is it can immediately just start to feel like we're rapidly tossing a ball back and forth. Okay. Instead, you want to reflect. And a reflection is simply pulling out some key moments or some key statements from the conversation, tying it together, saying it back to the person you're having a conversation with so they know that you are actively listening to their story, to their grievances, to their hardship, to their triumphs. Okay. So, In that same example, my client's telling me all about their day. And instead of immediately asking a question when they're done, I might do something like, you've had a really busy day. I didn't, I didn't give advice. I didn't ask a question. I simply pieced together that that person is telling me about all the things that they've done today. And I'm just acknowledging and reflecting back to them that, wow, you've had a busy day. Or you can do say something like, it sounds like you packed a lot in today. So again, I'm not giving advice. I'm not giving feedback. I'm simply, I'm reflecting back some things that I pulled from what they just told me so the person knows that I'm truly listening to you. I'm truly invested in this conversation. And so I might say, okay, wow, you've had a really busy day. And then that person might continue on. They might give me more details about their day. They might they might segue into something else that feels important for them. And then I might ask them a question. But instead of just asking question after question, especially if it's a tricky conversation or if it's a conversation that you don't really want to have to have or it's a conversation with somebody that, again, your personality just doesn't jive well with, reflecting back, it is the best buffer and it makes people feel heard and seen. Okay. So your three tips to improve your communication and your relationships immediately are open-ended questions. Okay. So adding in open-ended questions and try this out. End with positive feedback when you're giving feedback. So always ending with the positive instead of something that maybe is a bit more negative or offers enhancements. Doesn't mean you can't offer enhancements. It doesn't mean that you can't point out things that are not working for you or your grievances with people, but just making sure that we don't deadpan at the end and only talk about the things that are going wrong. Acknowledging what people are doing well if you can. And then reflecting in a conversation back to people instead of just going to a question. You can ask questions, but I would recommend reflecting first before there's a question asked. So these are my tips for you. Let me know 
what you try. I mean, I, we'll do some polls and stuff on social media when the podcast comes out and I'll see what what you've tried, what questions you have, maybe what's worked, um, things that you would even add to this. This is, this is not all of the communication tips and tricks that can be added and useful into relationships and communication. They were just three top ones that I use daily in my life and practice. So let me know as always rate, share, leave a review on the podcast. That helps other people find us and join our conversations that we're having. And I will see you guys next week. Bye. Did you know that as a listener of the Arden Yoga and Wellness Podcast, you get 15% off of any of our programs and courses? Yes, any of them. Look down at today's show notes. You'll see the discount code for listeners. You can apply that at checkout and get 15% off. All right, you guys, that's a wrap for another episode of the Arden Yoga and Wellness Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Your support means the world to me. If you would be so kind as to rate and review the podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on today, it would be really, really appreciate it. It helps other people find out about the podcast. It helps us continue to grow. If you would also take a screenshot of today's podcast on your phone, share it on your social media, tag us, we'll share it. That's another way that you can help support the podcast and help more people find out about all of the conversations that we're having around health and wellness. So until next time, I will see you on the next episode of the Arden Yoga and Wellness Podcast. Bye guys.